Hi everybody, you're listening to 15 in 15, a short series of podcasts commissioned by the Association of Contextual Behavioural Science to promote Worldcon 15 coming up this year in Sevilla in Spain. My name's Richard Bennett and I'll be doing 15-minute interviews with some of the movers and shakers from this year's conference in the service of helping you get the most out of it. For this episode, I spoke to Miguel Rodriguez Valverde, who, along with Francisco Ruiz, is the Programme Chair of the Scientific Committee for World Conference 15 in Sevilla. Miguel gave me some insight into his background, into the role of the Programme Chair, and he also rounded off the interview with some great travel tips for first-time visitors to Spain. Okay, so hi Miguel, it's really nice to speak to you. Today's a historic day, I understand, because this is the uh, deadline day for the submission of all the various aspects that are going to make up the programme for the Seville Conference. And you are the programme chair. Yes, uh, thank you very much for uh, your invitation to do this interview. Um, Well, first of all, yes, today is the, the deadline. Today is the deadline for... Uh, submissions for Seville, uh, with the exception of posters. Uh, Today is the deadline for symposia, uh, panel discussions, workshops, etc. And um, and as you mentioned, yes, I am the program chair. Actually, I am co-chairing the program with Francisco Ruiz from uh, Fundación Universitaria Conrad Lorenz uh, in Bogotá. Um, we are just working together in organizing the program for the Seville Conference, which I hope will be interesting for everyone uh, in ACBS. I'm sure it will. It's that people are, are very much looking forward to it. I've done a number of these interviews already, and I know that people are, are really eagerly awaiting the conference. So, yeah, it's very good of you also to... to remind us all that Francisco is is a, is a the joint program chair um, in terms of your background though um, how, how did you get this job so what what, what is it that qualifies <laughs> you to be the program chair for this conference? <laughs> that's a good question okay um, I am a, a lecturer or assistant professor you know the categories are different in Spain uh, in psychology um, at the University of Jaén I have been interested in behavior analysis and contextual behavioral science since I started with my, you know, with my studies. Um, I did my doctoral dissertation under, under the supervision of Carmen Luciano and uh, Dermot Barnes Holmes um, at the University of Almería, and um, I have been in contact with um, ACT, RFT, and um, you know the functional contextual perspective since the very beginning of my uh, training, um, you know, in, in research and in academia. Um, so it, basically this is the <laughs> the perspective I, I've been, um, I don't know if you can say that, I've been raised in. Um, and um, I took part in the first ever ACBS conference in 2003 in Linköping, Sweden. And then again in the uh, in the second one in London, 2006. But after that, uh, due to personal circumstances, I've been out of touch with um, ACBS conferences for a long time. And then in, I don't know, it was like two years ago or a year and a half ago when everything was being set up for the Sevilla conference, uh, I was contacted by ACBS uh, and, and also by Carmen Luciano who thought it would be a good idea to offer 
uh, me and, and Francisco Ruiz, as I mentioned before, the chair of the program. I've never been program chair for a conference, and, and to be frank, the, the idea scares me somewhat. Uh, it, it sounds like a really big job. Uh, <laughs> well, I've never been a program chair before either, so this is my first time. And, and yeah, it, it scares me a lot, um, but well, here, here I am, so... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's committed action, right? Yeah, yeah. Hopefully, that's committed action. Lots of uh, avoidance, perhaps, on the background, but no, no, we're here. So, <laughs> yes. Can you give us a bit of a rundown of what the what the job is likely to entail for you? Yes. Well, basically, um, the job is about organizing the very uh, program, uh, reviewing, um, setting up a committee uh, to review uh, all of the submissions. Uh, made by, you know, ACBS members and potential attendees to the conference. And it, it involves working closely with the ACBS team, uh, with Emily and her team, who are doing a really, really fantastic, great job in organizing, you know, all of the formal aspects of the conference and all, all of the, you know, all of the system we follow in order to... Um, send, uh, assign reviewers and, and uh, get in contact with, with the reviewers. It also involves working closely with the Conference Strategy Committee. Uh, the Conference Strategy Committee is responsible for deciding the, the, you know, the general guidelines and the general strategy for, for the ACBS conferences. And basically, the CSC uh, is responsible for selecting plenaries, um, conference plenaries, and uh, um, pre-conference workshops, but let's say that then the other, the rest, the remainder of the program, the more ordinary submissions like symposia, uh, panel discussions, uh, ordinary workshops, etc. Uh, basically, those are submissions that are made by potential attendees to the conferences, and we set up a, a program committee to just review everything that is submitted, and and you know try to. Um, organize the best possible program, the most interesting program for our potential attendees and ACBS members. So the, uh, the, the bulk of the job, it would seem, is ahead of you because today is uh, deadline day for the submissions. Absolutely. <laughs> and so it's perhaps a little unfair for me to, to ask you this next question, but I'm going to ask it anyway. Um, and, and I was going to ask you what you think the, some of the, the highlights might be or the, or the, the themes might be around this conference so if you if you wanted this conference to leave a particular legacy what would you like it to to be as i mentioned before today is the deadline and so uh, let's say most of the submissions we, we still don't know what they will be like so there's a lot of work ahead in order and sorry in terms of selecting reviewing and selecting submissions but in terms of highlights that we know for sure are, are going to be important parts of the program, we, we have a fantastic selection of uh, plenary speakers uh, who will be talking about very diverse issues that are absolutely relevant and uh, interesting for contextual behavioral science. We will have a, a plenary conferences by Steve Hayes, uh, by Carmen Luciano, um, by Daniel J. Moran, the the current ACBS president. Uh, we'll also have uh, uh, plenary conferences by Alicia Merritt, uh, um, an associate, or, or I think a former associate editor of uh, Behavior Therapy, by Gregory Madden, who's a, 
uh, a very relevant researcher in, in behavioral economics. And we'll have a, a, a plenary by Franz Deval, whom uh, I don't know if I'm exaggerating, but I, I'd say he's the world's mo most famous primatologist or one of the world's most famous primatologists who will be talking about cooperation and, and, and pro-sociality from his experience with uh, primate research. I know when I spoke to Steve Hayes recently, he was particularly excited about Franz Duvall coming. Yeah, of course. He's a very big person. <laughs> he's, a, um, he's authored uh, very, very famous books about the topic. And, and I think he will give um, very important insights uh, on the development of uh, pro-sociality and, and cooperation across species. Okay, thank you. And is there, any, is there a personal thing that you're particularly looking forward to? Yes, uh, um, I also wanted to mention that um, this is the first time the ACBS conference is, um, takes place in Spain. And um, you know that uh, in Spain there has been, um, I think there has been a, a very interesting trajectory in, in, you know, in contextual behavioral science coming mostly from Carmen Luciano's lab where you know, um, I I was I started and, and finished my my PhD, and many other uh, academics and, and researchers in Spain have been they have uh, uh, developed their career starting in that lab. And let's say that this trajectory has always had a strong focus in research. It has been connected very strongly to RFT. It, it, it has. Uh, made important contributions in terms of uh, narrative analysis of uh, uh, therapy uh, interventions and therapy components. I think it's um, just right and, and I think it's important that um, this conference will somehow, let's say, show a, a little of that, of the work that has been uh, done for many years here in Spain. And also I think it's important uh, that the conference uh, serves to establish a link uh, with um, the Latin American ACBS community. We have a um, growing Spanish-speaking uh, ACBS community, uh, both in Spain and Latin America. And, and I think it is important that um, this part of the ACBS community has a voice um, and can um, show the, their contributions, their interesting contributions. And, and, and that's one of the one of the reasons why we are having a specific Spanish track in the conference where presentations will be made in Spanish in order to facilitate attendance by Spanish speaking people who might have some problems with, 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 the, in, um, with the English language as a, as a barrier. That's fantastic. Thank you. It's interesting to me, you know, uh, that I've done a few of these interviews now and that name keeps coming up. So Carmen's name keeps coming up. When I ask people about, you know, what's what's interesting about the conference being in Sevilla and in Spain, Carmen keeps coming up. She seems like a very influential character. Well, what can I say? She was my mentor. So <laughs> I think if, if I have to say she I think she is by far the, the most important um figure in a uh, in contextual behavioral science in Spain and also um, she has a very strong trajectory in behavior analysis uh, in general and um, many students have uh, their careers have gotten their PhDs out of collaboration with uh, her and yes basically I think a very very important part of uh, Spanish um, 
and Spanish-speaking contributions to uh, contextual behavioral science come from her. So yes, she's <laughs> an influential character, and I think it will be a, a good uh, the, the conference will be a good opportunity to hear what she has to say about um, an RFT analysis of of um, you know therapy and therapy interactions and uh, and also she will be giving a a pre-conference workshop in Spanish that I think will be interesting for um, many attendees. If we could uh, just shift the conversation slightly, um, the aside from the scientific aspects of this conference, um, what do you think it offers to people? You know, the, the whole idea of it being in in Sevilla, in Spain. If there are visitors to Spain, perhaps people who've never been to Spain before, what would you say that they they ought to make sure they do or something they should you know not miss or is there some particular attitude they should bring that would be really helpful for them getting the most out of the trip well uh, i would say that of course I, I think the conference is a good opportunity to organize some you know <laughs> vacation trip or sightseeing <laughs> around the conference and extend your stay a little and you know get to know the country if you're not familiar with it and if you're familiar just <laughs> enjoy it because it's a uh, Spain is a country that has much uh, much to offer um, specifically Seville the the city will, uh, where the conference will take place is uh, just wonderful it's uh, a very very beautiful city with uh, a very large and well kept historic downtown area with um, a wonderful cathedral and um, beautiful, a beautiful palace. I think it's the oldest palace in use by a royal family uh, in Europe. It's uh, the, the Reales Alcázares. It's a palace that was originally um, Muslim or Arab, and uh, and then it was set as a palace by the by the Christian kings. The whole city of Seville is just beautiful and has a lot to offer um, not only in terms of um, heritage and you know history but also in terms of cuisine nightlife um, and of course it's not only Seville uh, my advice is if you're traveling paying for the conference and you are willing to to spend a few more days there's a lot you can do and, and, and a lot you can visit I'm just thinking of Cordoba which is just like an hour, an hour and a half away from Sevilla, which is also a very, a very beautiful city. Uh, Cadiz, which is on the coast, it's a lovely city too, and it, it has uh, very beautiful beaches, very, very near. Malaga, who, which is um, a city with a very, very strong offer of museums, uh, which has um, grown considerably in the in the last years, and of course, any other places you'd like to visit in Spain, like Madrid, Barcelona. It, it is, Spain is a country that has a lot to offer for anyone. Very good weather, open-minded and friendly people, a very nice, relaxed uh, and uh, lifestyle with a very good quality of life. And, um, and of course, uh, from the historical point of view and the cultural point of view, a multitude of options to visit. I, I, I just forgot forgot to mention the Alhambra in Granada, which is just, I don't know, if, I, if, if it were my only time in Spain, I, I wouldn't miss the, 
the the chance to visit it. Wow. So if the RFT work ever dries up, Miguel, I think you've uh, you've got another option there that you could be a travel guide. Yeah. Give us a real a real nice uh, outline of all of the the best features of Spain. It's been a real pleasure to speak to you. And um, the last thing it remains for me to say is nos vemos en Sevilla. Okay, nos vemos en Sevilla. It's been a real pleasure for me to be here. Thank you very much. You're welcome.